What's up? Welcome to 3AM Sports. It is Thursday, September 19th. We have a great week of college football ahead of us, plenty to get into today. We're going to start by recapping week three. We'll go through our week four picks, including our locks of the week, update our playoff and Heisman predictions, and last but most definitely not least, we have a new segment, the Coin Toss Pick'em. Before we get into any of that, boys, we are three complete weeks into the season. How do we feel about that? Uh, kind of sad. Like three weeks is a long time. Yeah, it's it always, weird. It always goes so fast. It always comes and goes like a blink of an eye. So enjoy it while you can and try and watch as much game, as many games as you can. Yeah. The leaves are changing. Cards are turning 30. It's just, it's, Ooh. it's a weird time. Wow. Yeah. You went there early. Big week. Yeah, <laughs> you took it very there big fast. Here. <laughs> Whew. Wow, Karch, how do you feel about that? Let's get into that for like you know a quick second. You okay? Yeah, I feel great. Um, no bones broken, still waking up, feeling okay. You know, thirty's gonna be great. Thirty's gonna be a great year. How's As the, the king back? of jinx, I like that the, was. I, I feel like the lower back is indicative of how old you are. Um, it's been better, but it's, it's doing <laughs> all right. It sounds like it's about 30, to be honest. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, it has its good days and bad days. Okay. Speaking of good days and bad days, let's let's talk about our our records last week, huh? I did pretty good. I went five and three. Pretty solid. Pretty happy with that. Lop, I was hoping you were going to get a win because I don't think you got one last year, did you? No, I did. I had, I think, one last year, but somebody else in this group didn't. Lop didn't win, though. No, I didn't. No, I know. That's no, anonymous, saying. anonymous. Three for the third, third straight week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Positive in his money for the week or for the month or for the year. So that's good. Yeah. And you guys finished tied at three and five. Yep. The Bama still, backdoor uh, cover kind of hurt. Right, big time. Uh, but but still overall, Lop and I are twelve and twelve on the year. Still beating Carger, who is the who is the man last year. So I'm okay with that. Same. Yeah, tough week for Coach. Eleven and, 11 and thirteen this year. I gotta, I gotta start going more with with my instinct instead of trying to dissect these games by um, stats and all that kind of stuff. I think that's what got me, you know, the results last year, and I gotta get back to that that philosophy here. You know, I'm glad you said that because I have a new strategy going forward. I'll get into it once we get there, but it's kind of the same thing. I'm pretty pumped you said that. So. Um, before we get into our picks, let's talk quickly about some games from last week. So I was actually in Bloomington. Ohio State at Indiana. Ohio State won 51 to 10. I am pretty certain it's because I was there that we just whooped on them. This game was an absolute blowout, obviously. Um, J.K. Dobbins was the the star here, 193 yards. It seemed like every time they snapped the ball, they were handing off to J.K. Dobbins, which we were very happy about being in the stands. Um, Fields did well, I think. Um, one of the things that I took away from being there was it seemed like every one of his throws were like a little bit off. A little bit like ahead of the receiver or something they weren't bad enough to cause an incompletion but you know potentially throw off their momentum or not just not perfect balls um so that's kind of my takeaway um but the other thing was just the defense i mean there was a pick six damon arnett took a pick six 96 yards to the house we actually left the second after that happened so that was pretty good the end of the third what, quarter what, what, what i'll end of the third quarter so you left the game early Yep, and uh, there was not one point scored after we left. So, yeah. Interesting. That's, we knew. It's funny. Know, we just had that intuition. It's interesting. I'm a very you good fan. All that way and the, it's very interesting. Good you fan. traveled all that way and then left early. 
well, we had some college shenanigans to get into. Um, but my so my other takeaway has nothing to do with football. It's so weird being at IU. Great tailgate stuff. So the parking lots are pretty cool. There's like a little grove that you can walk through. It's all parking in the grass for you know maybe a mile or so. But it felt like you know how Michigan and Michigan State have like that big brother little brother kind of rivalry thing going on. That's kind of how it felt like. Like people were just happy to be there if they were IU fans and just happy to be on the same field as a team like Ohio State or like a big time team. It was just a strange vibe. Like nobody was really serious about the game. If they cared about IU, it was strange. Um, so that's what, kind of my you, big takeaway. What did you think about the stadium? It's like kind of in the middle of like the parking lot, but like it's not like a full stadium setting. What did you think? Like where were your seats? No, it was cool. So we were in the top deck area um i guess there's only two decks but we were in the corner pretty good seats actually and a great view but they did actually close off the stadium last year so now it is a full all the way around stadium oh really yeah it was actually it was pretty nice yeah um the student section was actually pretty solid for you know 10 minutes or so however long they were there (laughs) um they funneled out pretty quickly but great time great atmosphere for a while you know once it got to the the second half Pretty much just Buckeyes fans were there anyway. So, um, okay. but overall, great time. Sick. Uh, other game we had last week was Alabama, South Carolina. Um, big thing about this one backdoor cover by South Carolina in the final seconds. Uh, really, only important thing about that game Bama looked as Bama does. Tua was, threw for 444 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Rajah Harris, seven carries, 38 yards, which was kind of surprising that they didn't run the ball a little bit better. So that's something to keep uh, an eye out moving forward. But basically, te- uh, Bama has Texas AM left, LSU left, Auburn. So all their big games moving forward are still in front of them for them to uh make an impact on the college football playoff man that backdoor cover hurt on this one that yeah, was it hurt, it that hurt, was bad it hurt real bad real bad especially when you're seconds a, left when you're having a hard week and then that happens it's like shit like well, you, and you were you're relying on that game and then it that happens you're like shit yeah that's the one you count early you know it's like okay i got real this one early. now let's move on and that was my lock of the week so Another backdoor cover on a lock of the week for me. I'm very bad at those. Oh, at Bama. Oh, shit. You're right. Bama was your yeah. lock. So you're 0 for, 0 for 3. <laughs> yeah. Man, not my, good. My, my Watch out. I might kiss of death somebody this week. <laughs> went the other way. I had uh, Syracuse as my lock of the week, and they went the other way. They, they, had, a front, they had a cover on the back end, uh, scored a touchdown with very little time on the clock to hit the 28-point cover. I oh, you're gonna to figure out. You're gonna so, give go yourself ahead, 28 there, huh? They're 27 and a half either way. Still, they still covered it. Six minus 41 or 41 minus six? It was 49 to six, I thought. Okay. Oh, you took Clemson. Well, yes, I took Clemson. Oh, I, I thought Clemson you said to you cover. took Syracuse. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I had right, I had Clemson as my lock of the week. Yep. Okay. My brain—he just put my brain in a pretzel. Um, I—I I don't even know what my lock of the week was. Maryland. Yeah, it was fail. That sucked. Hey, whatever. Two and one. I'm still beating you, tools. So. Um, Charge is also two and all one. All right. <laughs> well, I'm I'm tied with one of the tools. Uh, so the uh, the game I'm gonna cover. Um, I actually so two games. So I, I want to touch on the Arizona State Michigan State game. Um. 
I feel like that crushed a lot of people in the pool. Lob, how many people had Arizona State in the pool? Two? Uh, I was one of them, so I was pretty pumped on it. But, yeah, but it was, it was like only two, two out of eight or something like that. Yep, two out of ten. Yep. Um, and it, it was just an insanely weird game. Um, ASU took the lead with 50 seconds left. Um, MSU dro- drove down. Uh, they got flagged because they had 12 men on the field during their field goal to win the game. Um, it, it, it was just a, a insane game that was uh, cool to watch. It's frustrating because we were gambling on it, um, especially because I think Michigan State is a far superior team, but I, I guess not, and that's what that's what gambling is all about. Um, so it was, a, it was a crazy game. I wanted to touch on it, but the. The game that I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit was was UCF over Stanford. I think UCF is is legit. I don't I don't think Stanford is great by any means, um, but kind of the offensive performance that they've been putting on this year is unreal. Um, I I think that the way that they're playing offensively, they can compete with anybody um, in the nation. But it's kind of a defensive battle for them. Uh, I think they're just they're uh, they're undersized. But they're getting the offensive recruits, and and it's it's showing. Um, people want to play for UCF, but um, I just kind of wanted to slightly touch on that. I don't know if you guys have any any thoughts on that, but um, they just thoroughly impressed me this weekend. Out of out of all the games that 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 went on, I didn't see the game personally. But if you think about like a recruit, right? If you don't get recruited by the you know the big five conferences. Where's the next place you might want to go? Right. It's probably UCF, right? Like they are going to continue yeah. to get guys there if they continue to play and destroy teams like Stanford um, and win bowl games and go undefeated. Like that's what kids want to do in college. They want to win games. So I think I think you're absolutely right. But I also think it's super early to be doing this UCF I know. international championship I know. thing. But, but it, I no, feel no, like no, we I do it think, every year. I don't even so. Think that- I don't even think national championship, but like Stanford known for like a pretty solid defense. They put up 45 on it. Sure. That's you know, fine. it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, that's pretty good. Yeah. UCF is pretty legit. I mean, that's also pretty disheartening to see the fall of Stanford. I mean, you kind of saw it coming last year. They started to kind of fall off a little bit. And I think, I think it's only hard times ahead for Stanford moving forward. I mean, this is kind of a sign for it. Yeah. Not good. I mean, we knew their offense would struggle, but didn't know their defense would be that that suspect not great right right every game if i look through last week every game was well maybe except the arizona state michigan state game every game came down to something at the end other than ohio state too yeah very close very tight to the spreads for, for how for how poor the kind of the matchups were the spreads were actually um pretty legit good job las vegas yeah, yeah, of very course. very stressful ga- gambling week. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the I mean, worst? I think so- we all had a rough week in that in that factor. <laughs> yeah, in the actual money in, money out. Yeah, right. Um, isn't it terrible? Like Arizona State, Michigan State, for example. You're watching a great game, but you don't give a shit because you already lost. You know, like right. Yeah, that game. You, it didn't matter at the end what they did. That spread was over. You know, at 100%. the beginning of the fourth, basically. So it's just like fuck. Now I have to sit here and I- watch this. And pretend that I'm, you know, excited or interested. It's just the worst. I was following that live over-under throughout the entire game. And at one point, the live over-under was nine. How? Like, 
Because I think it was seven zero or three three zero or, or maybe oh it was God. ten. But still, it was the live over under at one point. Okay, I think it was ten. But still, live over at ten. I mean, it that's just it was, it was a very and it, I don't really want to say it was a defensive struggle. I think it was more of just two offenses not knowing what they're doing. But we can get into that as we as we go further on to the year and see how Michigan State progresses. But I just don't think that their offense has figured it out and and they don't really have a chance. I don't think moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Iowa hangs on to beat Iowa State 18-17. to Again, Vegas had that line at two. Just incredible stuff by Vegas. I think Vegas won this week. That's what happened, yeah. right? Vegas is the winner. I said, I said they were going to cover by two, and they covered by one. Unbelievable. Carger predicted the uh, Alabama game 24. Yeah. Oh very, yeah. Very impressive. We laughed at you when you said that, and you nailed it on the head. So, What do you got this week, Carge? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get, let's get into that. Yeah, let's yeah. get into it. Okay, yeah. So let's start. Week four, we got eight games. Actually, a pretty good slate this week. There's some stinkers, but some tough lines and some really important games. Um, first game out the gate, we got Miami of Ohio at Ohio State. Ohio State is laying a huge 39.5 at home. I'm going to pick first here. Um, I mean, my first thought was this is just a huge line, but I can't see, if, if I think about how the game's going to go, I can't see Miami scoring more than once or twice. And I just don't think that, given the success Ohio State's offense has had against some pretty, you know, normal defenses, I think Miami of Ohio is not as good as some of the teams that we've played. So I think we continue to score pretty easily. J.K. Dobbins continues to thrive on the ground. Um, My only concern is we go up by like 35 and then kind of coast, and then they get a couple scores at the end or something. I think Ohio State wins this really big, obviously. But I even have them covering the thirty-nine and a half. So huge line, but I'm in, I'm on Ohio State. Nick, that's you. All right, I'm up. Sorry. Uh, so uh, I'm hard hardcore on Miami of Ohio. Um, I think it's kind of a bias week for me. Uh, my former heavyweight, so I'm a wrestling coach. My former heavyweight is a defensive end for Miami of Ohio. Got a full ride. Uh, that dude broke my, my knuckle and, uh, gave me a couple of shoulder injuries. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to text him before the game and just tell him to cover, um, the, the spread basically. Uh, Miami of Ohio is in hindsight, They've they've already battled a ton. Of, they've played uh, their first game of the year was against Iowa, um, so I mean they had to battle battle one of the best offensive defensive lines in the country. Uh, then they're at Tennessee Tech, they blew them out. But then straight after that, they had to play Cincinnati last week, and they lost 35-13. So the, these first four games are just unreal for Miami of Ohio. I think they're going to get up for this game. Um, it's a gigantic spread. Once they get through this game, they have a, a much easier schedule. Um, call it bias because I, I know the kid um, and, and I'm cheering for this team hard. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, I, I'm taking Miami, Ohio, 40 or 39 and a half points, a ton of points. So uh, I'm going to take them. Hopefully uh, Miami keeps it close. And they've been keeping games close. They, even against Iowa, they were only down, I think it was six points going into the fourth quarter. They ended up getting blown out. But uh, I think they'll keep it close, and hopefully Ohio State kind of takes their foot off the uh, the pedal once they're up like a couple touchdowns and, 
and they they get in there for the underneath that 40 point spread i got ohio state covering this one was another one of those ones kind of like lop you said do they coast at the end there do they score 35 42 the biggest what i came down to was i i just don't see my miami of ohio scoring uh Ohio State's defense last week and the last couple of weeks has looked phenomenal. So I just don't see Miami of Ohio scoring. Um, they might be able to stop Ohio State once or twice, but I just don't see Miami, Miami of Ohio putting up any points on the board to, to keep that line intact there. So I have Ohio State 52-10 to 10, uh, covering that 39.5. Ooh, I like I love it. How, you're so cocky now. I like you it. You, you picked one right, and now you're just going to throw you're gonna throw points on every single game. And I have – I have I have sco- I have scores for every all of our picks by the way so love yeah. it. you're feeling um, good I get it love I get it. it you know just gotta go for it fair enough how how good of a feeling is it though Nick to start a game winning by forty points it feels great like dude. that is some shit that is just awesome stuff it's a ton oh. of points man it's so many points. Quick, quick fun fact about this game. Uh, Brett Gabbard is the freshman quarterback for Miami of Ohio. He is the younger brother of Blaine Gabbard, who is now playing for, I believe, the Los Angeles Rams. So uh, good luck to Brett Gabbard um, making a start at Ohio State. Whoa. Great shot out there. Who would have thunk? Austin Ertl. That's my toss out. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> second game, Michigan at Wisconsin. Um, Michigan's getting three and a half points on the road, uh, after a really, really close game against army. Uh, I feel like most people who listen to this podcast can kind of predict what I'm going to, what I'm going to say. Uh, but I'm all over Wisconsin, uh, minus three and a half. It's one of those things that, you know, we had a bye week last week. Michigan's coming off that really weird army game. Um, I think Michigan's going to be up for the game. Uh, but I think it just even even from what we predicted at the beginning of the year, even what Carter and I have said, uh, we play better when we're like we start as like the 20th ranked team and then work our way down. When when they last year when they started us as the fourth ranked team and we kind of had to protect that, we just totally got annihilated. Uh, I, I think this is a totally different team. Um, and kind of what Carter and I were talking about even before the, the podcast started, the schedule coming up is tough. So I think this is this game um, starting off uh, kind of a, 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 a rough streak um, is going to have to go the right way for us. So I'm taking Wisconsin, um, and then hopefully we can hold on in the, these next couple games against really good Big Ten, Big Ten teams. Um, I got Wisconsin in this one as well, covering the three and a half. Saw saw in the weather impact, there could be a rain in the forecast, which favors well to Wisconsin. I think running the ball with Jonathan Taylor, um, we'll see we'll see how that plays out. But the big thing I think is going to come down to quarterback play. See if Jack Cohn see how he does against a strong defense. Central Michigan and USF aren't two strong defenses to. to um, blink an eye at, but uh, hopefully Jack Cohn can kind of figure out against a top lock defense here, and we'll see what happens. We got a big stripe out going at Camp Randall this week, so they sent out a big request for all the parents and student sections to go right red, white stripe out. So I got Wisconsin twenty four twenty. Man, this game is this is a big game. Um, I love this game so much. So you guys are very close to this game, obviously. 
I'm going to thoroughly enjoy this game, I think, no matter what, because I think it's going to be one of the best of the weekend. It might not be the most fun to watch, but I think it's going to be the best and mean the most. So my thing that I'm doing this week is I'm picking the best team. I don't care about the lines or the spreads. I'm going to pick whoever I think is the best team. And, you know, both of these teams coming off a bye. So you got to imagine they're both at full strength. I genuinely think that Wisconsin is the better team. I think that um, the the pass attack that they have now that they can use is just a completely different threat that they have not had in the past couple years. And Jonathan Taylor is just a beast, obviously. So you try to come up into the box and stop him, and they get one over the top potentially on Michigan. Um, but the other thing is Michigan hasn't stopped the run very well, obviously, against you know Army. Um, so I just think that the only thing I think Michigan has going for it is it's been tested by Army. It went to overtime with them. You know, they had to battle through that game and survive, and they did. And and I think this is the biggest game for Wisconsin because we don't really truly know who they are yet. So just excited for this game. I have Wisconsin, um, yeah, winning by probably, I don't know, a touchdown, more than three and a half. I just, I like the Badgers more than I like Michigan. All right, next game we got here, we got Utah at USC kicking off Friday night at 8 o'clock. USC is the home dog, getting three and a half points. Um, I'll start it out here. I got Utah going on the road, taking down the Trojans. Um, I just really like what I see out of Utah. I I picked Utah earlier in the year to win the Pac-12, so I'm going to stick with that statement. Um, I think Utah's got one of the best defensive lines in the country. Is going to put a lot of pressure on the freshman quarterback over at USC. So I have Utah winning this game. I'll say 31-24. Yeah, I'm on the Utes too. Again, I'm going with who I think is the best team. It's Utah. USC has uh, Slovis, the freshman quarterback, like you mentioned, Carge, I just, I don't know that I trust him. Um, they are at home, which is nice for them, but I'm still on the Utes. Uh, yeah, I'm on Utah as well. Uh, I, I just hear Admiral Akbar in the back of my mind saying it's a trap. It, <laughs> it, it uh, that line is too small for me for, for how people are pumping up Utah, uh, how they've been playing at the beginning of the year. Um, beating BYU and covering the spread pretty pretty well off. Um, other than that, they played Northern Illinois and Idaho State, and they're ranked 10th. Uh, I, in the back of my mind, I, I just see this as a trap game. Uh, I hate USC. I just can't. I can't pick them, even when they're getting points. Um, but I, I just got to take Utah. They, they burned me already a couple times this year. So I'm going to ride Utah until they prove me wrong. Unfortunately, I think this week is going to be the week that they prove me wrong. I think this is just a money grab by Vegas, too. I mean, they know they're going to get a lot of money with USC. I mean, that's just a, a lot a of big LA times. Yeah. Yep, a lot of LA money. So there, anyone that's walking in and seeing, hey, USC is getting points at home, of course, I'm laying some cash on that. So I'm going with the theory that this is just more of a, a Vegas laying a line where they think they can get a lot of dough and, and make up some money this weekend on that game. I like that. We are unanimous on both ge- the past two. Damn. Maybe not this one. Um, all right, so our next game is Auburn at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is laying four points, so Auburn is favored here. Or I'm sorry, they're favored by four points. Texas A&M is. Jeez. Um, I am taking – oh, boy. Okay. This is a tough <laughs> one for me. So I thought that this week was really hard to pick, to be honest, these spreads and just everything going on. For me, there's so much going on in this game. 
I'm a big fan of Bo Nix being at Auburn and like growing up an Auburn fan and, you know, living his dream. But I can't imagine walking into Kyle Field your first time, like going to a hostile environment on the road and dealing with that. I got to imagine that place is going to be rocking. I see Bo Nix making a couple mistakes, you know, potentially a, a huge pick six or some big play that goes Texas A&M's way. I'm on Texas A&M here to cover the four points at home. I think the crowd is a huge factor, and I think there's a mistake made on Auburn's side um, that, that really, truly affects the game. So I'm on A&M here. Uh, I am also on uh, – wait, wait, did you say you're on A&M? Did yeah. you hear that wrong? Nope. So yeah, I, 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 sorry, I, 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 your explanation. I thought you were going with Auburn. So I'm going with Auburn. Uh, I like navy blue better than maroon. Uh, that's basically <laughs> how I'm picking it. Uh, um, they're both three and zero against the spread this year. They're, they're uh, last year Auburn was consistently better against the spread than Texas A&M. That's what I'm going with. Uh, this was this was like you said, Lop. This this is one of the harder games for me to pick. Um, and the 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 spread being four, I wish it was like I wish it was three or seven. You know, I wish it was something just completely <laughs> a, yep. a more a more round number for me to make a solid, concise decision on. Yep. Um, I'm taking the plus four because I think A and M could win by a field goal. You know, I, I just think that that could be how it ends up at the end of the day. So um, I'm on Auburn, uh, but this, like I said, this is this is one of the harder picks I had to make this week. Before you go, Karch, just to to. Um, kind of piggyback on your Texas A&M winning by a field goal. That's exactly what I'm not doing this week. I'm just picking the better team. Like I'm sick of <laughs> being so. This is going to be the score, so I'm picking this team to cover by one point. Like that's fine. Yeah, I got okay. A&M. Yeah. All right. Wait. Wait. Lop. I got a scenario for you then. If yeah. Auburn, if it was at, if it was at Auburn, how would you feel? And this is the same line. Same line. No. No. It was minus minus one Texas A&M. Oh. So Auburn's um, getting pointed home. Yeah, I think I'm on AM. I or no, I right, see the, this the Kyle Field is a huge thing for me here. Um, yeah, that's definitely a home field advantage. I mean, yeah. Kyle Field okay. is the right, right. to play in the country. I think I'm I would go Auburn the, there. I mean, I think it's uh, it that'd be a, So, yeah, that'd be so tough. You take Auburn at home plus 1. I think so. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, I think I picked the better team this week then. Well, Zinger. I think that AM <laughs> is better at AM. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's a solid argument. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I'm going. Right. I'm going with Auburn, and and the big thing is comes down to Bo Nix. I think he's just got some freshman, um, flair for the dramatic. Basically, it's going to come down. He's got some creative mobility in him. He's going to come down just like he did in the Oregon game. He's going to make a big play at the end of the game. Maybe score a late touchdown. Get his team on a field goal range. We'll see something. But I just think that Bo Nix kid has something in him that's going to lead this Auburn team, and they're going to be pretty special throughout the year. Playing in the SEC East, they got a pretty tough um, schedule ahead, but I think this is one that they can really go and get. And i just not confident in Jimbo Fisher yet at Texas A&M. I think he's got some of his guys. Um, Kellen Mond, I just don't trust him very much. I've watched him a few times, and he's so inconsistent up and down. I think Auburn really has a good team, really good defense defense that that kind of shut down an Oregon team that I think is going to actually score some points moving forward so I'm taking Auburn 24-21 oh man we hard disagree I, I you're taking <laughs> them because of Bo Nix and I'm taking them because of Bo Nix I'm going the other way because of the same reason basically <laughs> pretty wild Karja I thought you were going to give that full explanation and then say 24-21 Texas A&M <laughs> <laughs> no. 
All right. Uh, next game, uh, Notre Dame at Georgia. So uh, this is the uh, game day game of the week. Uh, it's the night game. It kind of if if this if it wasn't for this game, it would be Wisconsin Michigan. Um, so it's kind of overshadowing that, which kind of sucks. But uh, uh, Georgia's get it or uh, sorry, Notre Dame is getting thirteen and a half on the road at Georgia. Uh, my pick, the, my pick that I submitted to Lop, uh, the commissioner, literally was Notre Dame question mark fuck this spread. Can't the thirteen. The 13 and a half is ridiculous. It like just round it out <laughs> or like give me a different give me a different number. Um, this for me, so currently in my top four, I have I think I think I have Bama, Georgia, Notre Dame, and Clemson for my playoff at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't necessarily think that whoever wins this game is going to be the playoff team because. Notre Dame has an incredibly hard schedule the rest of the year, and obviously so does Georgia. Um, I, I, I'm picking this because I Notre Dame has to beat a top 10 team. They're like one for the last time they beat a top 10 team um, in a regular season game was in 2005. It's like, you know, like at some point the straws break the camel's back, and I'm just praying that. Um, they cover the spread at least, or they'll they'll show up for this game. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I have to cheer for them kind of sucks. Um, and Georgia's my team this year, but um, kind of against all odds, I'm taking I'm taking Notre Dame. I think it it's a dumbass pick, but I'm, I'm taking it. <laughs> Give me the points. Um, Give me the points. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Nick. This was tough. That 13 and a half is a pretty big number for a top 15 team in Notre Dame to go on the road and, and have that kind of number laid against them. I just think Georgia is that good, so I'm taking Georgia here. Um, kind of piggybacking off of some of your comments, Nick. Notre Dame is 0-4 under Brian Kelly against top five teams, and three of those losses have been by 14 or more points. So that kind of just shows you the um, – struggles that they've had when they've played some actual real competition and it comes down to a crunch time in a big game. So I'm going to stick with Georgia. I'm going to say they win like 35-10. I just think their offense is pretty good and they can shut down. That defense is very well is very good as well with um, Kirby Smart over there running that team. Damn it, they're good. You're right. They're really Shit, good. They're, a couple things. I think they're really good. <laughs> couple Crap, things. I really like Georgia. <laughs> my, my mindset here was my first thought was the Notre Dame-Clemson game. My second thought was the Felipe Franks theory of I don't trust X person in a game and the X person (laughs) is the team of Notre Dame. I don't trust them in a big game. I don't want to root for them in a big game. I don't want to have money riding on them in a big game. So I'm on Georgia. This is actually weirdly one of the easier ones for me just because I'm doing the whole better team thing. Um, But I mean, 13 and a half is a lot of points. But I, I still think Georgia at home. I mean, I just... I think yeah, that, at home, you know what I'm excited lights, for? It makes a big deal. I'm excited for the face paint and like the weird dudes with the shoulder pads with the spikes on them painted in red. Like I want to get a couple Absolutely. shots of that going and that's, on. And that's it's on gonna national be, TV. Yeah. The the national primetime game, the spread is 13 and a half. It's wild. Against two top 12 ranked teams. But that's look what insane. Notre Dame's done in the past, even when they're ranked th- four. I you know. know. It's just they don't have I it know. when it comes to it. I don't know. I'm like excited I said, for the squeak, game. They squeak in, man. Yeah. <laughs> they got to win eventually, right? <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> oh, boy. 
All right, next game we got here. Air Force at Boise State. This is also another Friday night game. Boise State is getting nine or is laying nine and a half at home as the favorite. Um, this was a tough one for me to pick. Um, all, all Air Force has played some tough competition. They've won some close games. Uh, Boise State went down to Florida State and won. You have the blue turf coming into effect here. Boise State starting the freshman quarterback, Hank Bachmeyer, who I've watched and I kind of like as a player. But um, I'm going to say that Air Force covers the spread, but Boise State wins. I'll say 31-24 Boise State, so Air Force covering that 9.5 on the road. Damn, that was scientific as fuck. Good job. Uh, This one is as easy as Friday night and Bluefield for me. And the better team, who I think is Boise State. I got Boise State. Um... The blue field honestly was the main thing for me here, but I also think they're the better team. So I'm on, I'm on uh, Boise State here. Uh, it, very simple. Uh, Boise State uh, Air Force just came off a big win uh, against Colorado. Big for them, I guess. Um, I'm all over Boise State, like you said, a lot blue field. Um, they cover spreads. Everybody, everybody doubts them. Um, I'm taking Boise State. This, so this line, just just a quick heads up, this line is now dropped to seven. So Boise State is now favored by seven on the live line. Um, and the consensus consensus pick that they do, money line, money, um, number of tickets, stuff like that, basically is at a 50-50 split right now. Good, hmm. good. Put every, keep gambling on Air Force, everybody, because it also, <laughs> hey, guess what? Thursday night football, 80% of the money was on the Tennessee Titans. Guess what's happening? Not good. Playing for them. Oh shit! I thought he literally just. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> are you watching live cards? Because he just almost threw this third touchdown of the night. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> no, I'm streaming, and a guy know. is currently hurt right now, so I don't think we're live. Um, you'll in, in about thirty seconds. You'll you'll see why I was so jacked up. <laughs> gotcha. Nice. AT and T U verse cut out my NFL network, but that's a whole nother rant <laughs> that we do not. Have to <laughs> tonight, so let's I, let's I'm proceed. Just, I'm just saying, every once in a while, you don't want to be on the money that everybody else is on. Yeah, I agree. All right, next game, two more to go. We got Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas is minus seven, so they're seven point favorites at home. I have Texas here. Um, they are back, right, Cards? That's what we're saying. Texas is yeah, back. Yeah, they're back. They not all so the way back, back. but kind of back. They're like sort of back. No, I have Texas here. I think they bounced back nicely from their loss to LSU against Rice. Their offense played well. Their defense actually didn't give up a point until the fourth, which was a little garbagey, it seemed like. Um, I don't know. I just, again, best team. I don't know what Oklahoma State's all about. I think if you are looking for an over to smash here, this could be the over because there's not going to be a whole lot of defense being played there in the secondary. Um, I think it's a high-scoring game, but Texas wins and covers the seven. Uh, I feel like this is kind of like the Wisconsin game. You could probably predict what I'm, who I'm going to choose. Uh, I'm taking Oklahoma State. Texas is not back. Uh, the seven is – I just think it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I'll take the points all day with Oklahoma State. They're 3-0 against the spread this year. Um, they They – have shown that they can score some points. Uh, obviously, they haven't played some solid uh, teams yet. Uh, their no. wins are against Tulsa, McNeese State. Hey, Lop, who's the who's the uh, mascot at McNeese State? Uh, uh, something like a horse. Yep, there, there's a horse in the mascot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's the cowboys. Like they're, they're, they're the cowboys. Damn. There you go. <laughs> 
Um, and then uh, uh, they beat Oregon State as well. But uh, they've been scoring lots of points, so I, I think at least kind of like the, the normal Oklahoma State teams, they're going to put points on the board. I, who knows how good their defense is, but um, I don't think Texas is back, regardless of what you two Matt say. <laughs> uh, so I'm all over Oklahoma State. Uh, this was one of the um, easier picks for me this week. This one was a very tough pick for me. I did pick Texas, but uh, there were some very compelling stats to take Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State has actually beaten Texas seven of the last nine games, and five of those have actually been in Texas. Mike Gundy always has a very good offense. They score points, but this year I think it's a little different. Mike Gundy, offensive-led team. The quarterback is... Um, someone that I guess isn't doesn't have as much experience as, as guys do it in the past. Um, they do have Oklahoma State does actually have the nation's top receiver and top rusher at the moment, which is just speaks volumes to what kind of offense they run. But I think Texas has a good enough defense here to get one or two stops down the end. So I'm going to say Texas wins 45-35. Uh, so pound that over. I think the over is 72 <laughs> and a half. So if you want some fun oh. action to watch and score some points, uh, take that over. And that, that would be the play in this game. And is always cheer for points and take the over. Yep. How come? Ba 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 bias. I, I I feel like you too. <laughs> you more than him, I think. Me? Yeah. Hey, I I, I gave some like the anti bias. Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma State has a chance. I just think Texas gets a a score late. That's all. I just card you gave every reason. Card you gave every reason why Oklahoma State would win, and then took Texas. <laughs> Sometimes your gut just how, tells you, man. It just how am I the bias? All of his points supported my pick. <laughs> When the audience can choose who you're going to choose, that is what a bias is. Okay, Mr. Burnt Orange. Uh, yeah, hook right. him, baby. Last, last game of the schedule. It's on me, right? Yep. Yep. Last game of the schedule. BYU um, is plus six at home against Washington. Um, they just came off. Who did they just beat last week? They came off of a big win. USC uh, in overtime. Yeah, USC in overtime. Uh, thank you, Sarge. Uh, come off a big win. I'm taking Washington. Uh, I, I've been thoroughly impressed with them. They've, they've covered spreads except for one game. I believe they're 2-1 and one against the spread. Um, I, I think that BYU is going to have a letdown game, or they have to have a letdown game. Um, the the Mighty Mormons. Uh, is it, Lop, what's BYU? Mighty Mormons? Cougars. 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 Who's the Mighty Mormons? I think that's just like a made-up thing that they yeah. call them. <laughs> I don't think that's a real nickname. That's not like a real thing. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just like a off-the-street nickname. Yeah, that's that's Nick's nickname for BYU. <laughs> Sick. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call. No, okay, here we go. I'm gonna call Utah the Mighty Mormons and BYU is the Junior Mighty Mormons. Uh, oh, they they gotta hate that. Yeah, get yeah. Some hate mail. Uh, uh, Washington has been my team. Um, this year, uh, I'm taking them. I think I, just their offense alone. Uh, I think they're going to blow BYU out of the water, and I think BYU is going to have a have a letdown week after beating a a normally good USC or, or five years ago good USC. It's a big win for them um, as a program, but uh, I just think that USC is not very good. I think Washington is better than them, um, and uh, I think they blow BYU out of the water. 
This was um, a tough game for me. Like you said, BYU has had a hell of a schedule up until this point playing. This is their third Pac-12 team that they've played uh, four weeks into the year. They beat USC in overtime. But this is one of those gut instinct picks that I'm going with and I'm sticking with this week. I'm taking BYU to cover the spread at home. Um, I watched most of that BYU-USC game, and BYU's got some fight in them. They got some talent on that side, on the offensive side of the ball, as well as the defensive side of the ball. Um, BYU is always going to have a little backing on my end after they're showing last year against the Badgers as well. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So... Maybe Washington wins the game like 24-21, but I think BYU can cover that six points at home. So you did take BYU? I took BYU to cover, yes, the six, but I think I have Washington going to to still win the game. Gotcha. So BYU. BYU is my pick, yes. BYU is what I'm submitting to you, Lop, yes. Okay, got it. I'm on Washington. Did he get Washington? Did he just change his pick? I I don't know. I still don't know. I haven't sent him anything yet. He probably won't sign me a tiebreaker either. I'll send it. Wouldn't be the first time, though. Um, (laughs) So I have Washington. I don't have a ton here. I think BYU looked good against Utah. I watched that game. I didn't watch them last week, but I can imagine a letdown in in their future here. And again, we're doing the best team thing. So to me, it's the Huskies here. All right, so that's our picks for the week. Uh, that wraps up week four picks, which is, like you said, Lop earlier on, it's just mind-blowing that we're ready that late into the season. We're starting to get into big uh, conference plays, so a lot of lot of good games coming up, so a lot to be decided. Um, a lot of good key matchups that are going to determine the outlook of the season, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. But like you said, this is probably the first good week of, of games that we have on the slate. Um, so next up, we have here our locks of the week. I'm going to start with mine. I have Northwest. I have a double lock of the week, so this is something new. I have a double Ooh. lock. I have, I have Northwestern plus nine at home over Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State just as offensively cannot figure it out. But with that being said, I also have the under of t- total at 38, which is a very low number. But if anyone knows, going to Northwestern and playing at 11 a.m. on a Saturday morning is basically the worst thing you can do. So I'm going to say that a game doesn't have any offense in it until maybe the sec- late second quarter. Right at the end of the half, maybe someone gets a field goal. But I'm going to take Northwestern plus nine at home, nine at home and the under of 38. Interesting. Okay. Can I ask you something? Does this line make sense to you? Um. No, after watching Michigan State last week, this line makes zero sense to me. There, there's no way that they should be favored by nine points on the road by to anybody almost, right? I mean, no, and, you know, and no, and in, that's why, and that's why, and that's why you're going to take Michigan. And State. that's why I'm all over Michigan State. I'm sick of not listening to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> give Vegas, me all baby. the picks. <laughs> give me everything. And you know what? I'm throwing in a double two. I'm straight up fading you for my for my lock. We're going Michigan Take State and the over. We're putting up points Saturday morning in Evanston. All the points Whoa. you can ask for. Let's go 45 points. I'm calling it. Michigan State oh, and the over. It. Lock no, it up. No chance. No chance. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see I saw this line, and I, I, my initial reaction was, whoa, Northwestern. I'm going to put everything I own on them. And then I was like, hey, idiot, Vegas knows things. Stop. So here we are, Michigan State. Vegas also had Michigan favorite, Michigan State a 13.5-point favorite last week at home against Arizona State that they didn't even win the game. So just be careful. Learn, you know, live and learn. We'll see. Time will tell. You guys, 
You just, you guys just put my brain in a pretzel. I kind of <laughs> want to take Michigan State and the under. Whoa. <laughs> um, uh, Double fade. Do Don't do that because <laughs> I have zero confidence in either of those two teams. <laughs> and nor nor do I want to cheer for Michigan State or Northwestern this weekend. Oh, yeah. No uh, way will we be watching this game. This game is trash. Yeah. Like, not even <laughs> no, especially chance. at 11 o'clock when the Badger game is yeah, on. Yeah, no chance. Will exactly. see the can, we're all going to be sitting on the couch, and I can pretty much uh, figure that you guys are both going to forget that you even placed those bets. Oh, no. Uh, this is important. <laughs> All right, well, so I'll throw a two for at you guys as well then. So I'm going to take UCF at Pittsburgh, um, minus 11. I think they're going to put a hell of a ton of uh, points on the board. Pittsburgh's not a bad team. They're one and two this year, um, but they've they've had a pretty, pretty tough schedule um, so far. So I think they're going to put points up as well. So I'm going to take UCF. Minus 11 and the over of 61 against Ooh. Pittsburgh, which is okay. kind of crazy. I just wanted to do minus 11 UCF, but you guys are just throwing over-unders on it. So, you know, peer pressure. I like it. I like it. You like are it. just a UCF guy now, huh? I think so, man. I, I think so. <laughs> you jump on these teams. It, it was Georgia last year. I think Oklahoma, too, you're I kind like of I Georgia on. this year. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but it started your love, your love streak or your love of them started last year. I feel like. Well, I just and I also just uh, like if if it, if I see that a team is doing really well and they and they win games, I'm gonna cheer for them. When like you guys are cheering for Texas when they lose by like four to, <laughs> you know, Oklahoma, it's like okay. all right, they still lost, idiots. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you know, there's there's all that right. bias. Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, so Heisman talk. Do you guys? I think you guys have the same picks, right? You're sticking Taylor. with your. Yep, I'm, I'm all over him. Uh, I, it, I think this week will be very indicative of of how the rest of the season goes. Um, kind of like what I said with with my pick just against Michigan. Uh, th- this will be a big week for the University of Wisconsin and Jonathan Taylor, especially for for the Heisman run. Um, we have a, a really tough schedule coming up. Um, so I, I think this is this is our week to kind of show the nation what we're all about. Yeah, I agree. I think the Heisman always comes down to usually the best player on one of the top four teams, and in order for Jonathan Taylor to keep his name in that Heisman contention, Wisconsin needs to to win this game. So a, a win would obviously help Jonathan Taylor again. I think he needs to have maybe another impact in the passing game, maybe catch a screen for some, you know, for a touchdown or something, catch a flat, catch a fly route. I'm hoping I'm hoping they incorporate him somehow. That was something that they were missing last year in the game is um, – Jonathan Taylor was able to run the ball. I think he had a little over 100 yards last year, but obviously there was no passing game. I think Hornybrook had 1.13 incompletions in a row and threw for maybe 100 yards, so we need to have a passing game impact in the game on Saturday, and I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a part of that. Just get him the ball in space, let him, let him make some, some magic happen and score some touchdowns like he has so far up to this year. So, again, big impact game for Jonathan Taylor against Michigan. Wasn't that the game that Hornybrook's QBR was like 7 uh, yeah, I'm, I I I don't think he broke double digits at the by the end of the game. I know he threw a touchdown late in the game with like less than five minutes to go, yeah. and that might have gotten him over double digits. But for majority of that game, it was under double digits, and it was because he, like I said, he had 12 incompletions at one point in a row. He had not even hitting 100 yards on this on the on the game. 
it was the roughest, toughest thing to watch, especially because it was, I think, 17-7 at halftime or, or 14-7 at halftime. So we weren't really completely out of it at halftime. We were still in it. But uh, defense struggled because our offense kept going three and out or three and, you know, two and interception. You can't really win games that way. No. Can can't. we for, can we can we forget that Hornybrook is on was on the University of Wisconsin? I know Carson yeah, the one that brought him up. I I God, did not I'm expect sorry. you to say his name. He's so yeah, bad. Man. I know. Just taking sacks on fourth and goal. So bad. And throwing it overtime. at people's feet. Like he is the king of throwing at people's feet. He is. He took us. He took. Maybe a he's sack a foot guy. On, he took a sack on fourth <laughs> and goal in overtime <laughs> we were there we were watched that in person we were at the game one of us was Who psyched takes a sack? just throw it all is that, in the air is that is that worse than uh narduzzi kicking a field goal on the one yard line at fourth and one when you're down seven with less than four minutes to go in the game i think that was one of the worst coaching mistakes that we've seen in a long time and There's then explaining absolute... it by saying you need two scores to win when you're and, down by seven <laughs> And doubling down like four times. He got yeah. interviewed like four times since then, and he's sticking by his call. Just admit you made a mistake, man. You fucked I, up, I, dude. I, I think that is really bad. I, I, I do. Like, that. that's like, you know, obviously that's horrible. But the fact that it's the last play of the freaking game, like the only <laughs> thing that is possibly going to get you the win or the tie is to just get the ball in the end zone and you just grab the ball and take a sack. Yeah, it's bad. and he had time to just throw the ball straight up in the air. He just as took a, a sack. <laughs> as a quarterback, you learn that as maybe like a freshman in high school. Yeah, I remember that was one of the first things that they were told. They said if we ever go for it on fourth down and and you're throwing the ball, just throw it if Launch you don't know it. What just just throw it because at the end of the day, Call if they it catch punt. it, it's going to be just as good as a punt. So yeah. there's absolutely no reason to take a sack in fourth down ever in any circumstance on no fourth doubt. down. Agreed. No doubt. So my Heisman is still Jalen Hurts. I think, uh, like you guys were saying, Makes the sense. Heisman is going to be, you know, one of the best play, or the best player on one of the best teams. And I still think Oklahoma has a kind of a clear shot to get to that playoff berth. Um, the other person I wanted to throw in this ring who we didn't mention last week though is J.K. Dobbins. So for Ohio State, he went for almost 200 yards against IU, but so far he's got 425 yards and four touchdowns on the year. So he could have another couple games. And again, he's got a lot of high exposure games coming up when they play Wisconsin and Michigan and Penn state. So a lot of chances to shine on the main stage. So just my thoughts there on the Heisman, but I'm still sticking with Jalen hurts at this point. And now Nick, let's do it. Do you want to tell us what we're doing? Yeah, so uh, we're gonna do the quarter, the quarter game of the week. So uh, basically, uh, in our second podcast, I don't think we even did this in our inaugural podcast three, four years ago. Um, it was uh, the quarter picks. So basically, we are going to pick a game, uh, a game off of our board. So out of our eight games, um, that has a really close spread. Uh, and just do a money line pick. So the home team, and we're basically going to flip a quarter, um, and whatever it lands on, we'll take that team that week. Um, and we're going to keep a keep a running tally of of how that goes, um, and just see how a random coin toss does against <laughs> our uh, statistically significant <laughs> uh, picks of, of our own. So uh, the home team will always be heads. 
Um, the away team will always be tails. Uh, so this week we are picking a action game. Uh, we're doing the uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns uh, against Ohio University. Um, Ohio is minus three. Um, it is at Ohio. Uh, so Ohio will be heads and Louisiana will be tails. I'm going to flip it and and hopefully hopefully you can hear it. Here we go. Let's go. It is heads. So we are taking yes. Ohio. Lop, what, what's that mascot? Oh, you, oh, yeah, Bobcats. Let's go. The Bobcats. We're taking Ohio, the Bobcats, uh, Moneyline, the uh, home favorites. So we're all over Ohio. We'll, we'll keep a running tally all year long um, of how that goes. Uh, but uh, uh, we're on Ohio this week. Man, I was going to say, I wish you would have asked me who louisiana's mascot is because i knew that and they are have always been one of my favorites and i've always wanted a hat that says raging cajuns and i've never gotten Dude, the raging cajuns is the best that's that's yeah. one of the ones that so just cool. like is just seared into my mind it's yeah. a raging cajun it's just like it's legit legit so as cool. fuck awesome all right anything else you guys got uh car just turned 30 on monday Monday, yeah, Monday. Woof. Whoa. I know. Tell me about it. What a Monday sorry, that will week- be. Good, good weekend. Good, sorry, good weekend ahead. We got the good Badger game. We got good college football. Um, I think we're all getting together to watch the Badger game. So it's going to be a, a fun weekend here here in Wisconsin. We'll, we'll see what happens. Definitely weird. We, side note: we, weird that it's an eleven o'clock game. You know, it, it feels like it should be under the lights or you know something. It's been. It's been 11:30 since since the schedule came out, so I don't know if this was one of those like Wisconsin being like, "Hey, we got this game at home, no matter what. We want this at 11 o'clock for some reason." Because this has never been one of those TBD games or anything. It's always been slated in at 11 o'clock, um, which makes me think maybe TV related. I think it's on Fox, which means maybe it's part of some Fox triple header. But even so, I mean, even if that being the triple header, you would have assumed both these teams would have been coming in unde- right. undefeated at this point, at least yeah. be the 2:30 game. So. Yeah. But whatever, I'm not disappointed my, about it. We'll take care. In of my it. mind, in my mind, Vegas was like Wisconsin's gonna blow them out of the water. Just put it at 11 o'clock. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> over by noon anyway. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, we'll see. I hope so. I'm rooting for the Badgers. I hope so too. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So as we do every week, we're gonna end with a new fight song. We don't know how many chances we'll get to uh, to play this school's fight song. Some say they shocked Michigan State last week. We're going to send you out with the Pride of the Southwest, the Sun Devil Marching Band from Arizona State. Enjoy, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. See you later.